When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. As usual, and we are joined by a very special guest live in studio, former Arizona Coyotes defenseman Jason Demers. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. I, I don't quite know where to like. If I look, you can look at us. Whatever you want. I'm going to start off the fan <laughs> with the watch right away because the watch is saying, well, "Good dude, funny, should be a broadcaster or something." Just not here, like <laughs> not on PHNX. This is his, this is his audition. See that chair? Over yeah. There? No, uh, I kind of hard no envisioning you as no. I kind of thought. That I would be, this would be like an interview for me. <laughs> don't even. Pay. I don't know where you got that idea. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not looking to take any job. <laughs> no, I was thinking. Honestly, I was thinking that on the way in. That you would be very good at this. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> not this, but like we're yeah, professional I, players. Trying going. To protect yeah, his I've been job. I've been kicking around. I've I've kicked some things to the NHL Network and stuff like that. That's awesome. And yeah, yeah, just trying to see, maybe do some podcasting stuff, stuff, different things, and yeah. And, just, you know, so make you sure you left your teeth at home today. I mean, I look great. I was looking at myself right now. Like, <laughs> I was pretty happy you left the teeth at home today, actually. I, I, I was, well, funny story. We just, we were in, we were at a wedding um, and I had my teeth in and like, I was like, you know, I got to really start wearing them a lot. So I have them in and, and of course, like as soon as I say I'm going to start wearing them a lot, they break. Oh, and no. then we're like overseas. So I'm like, well, at this point, somebody doesn't want me to be wearing these teeth. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, the hell with it. But I got a dentist appointment tomorrow, so it looks like we might be you might, back in business. Might be filling the hole. Yeah, I'd go with it. It's a look. <laughs> it's a, it's it is. It, it matches the personality somewhat. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we got to ask you, just like, how you doing, man? How Great. You been up to? Um, I've just been. Uh, we joke. Me and my uh, me and my girlfriend joke all the time that we're like the most the busiest unemployed people. So we just been kind of <laughs> traveling around. We sold our house here, and then we bought another one. So we're kind of renovating that okay. and, uh, here in the valley yeah great yeah we love it here here in flagstaff in that area so we're kind of kicking around the area and um we've just been kind of on a we've been on east coast sourcing family and all that so but everything's been great it's been uh summer flies by when you're uh, not worrying about training for a season or anything like that well that's a, that's a good segue because i gotta yeah. ask you right off the hop because everybody's wondering What's next for you? Do you intend to play? Whether you've been all over the world recently, we can talk yeah. about that in a minute. Uh, whether it's the AHL, Finland, Moscow, Switzerland, would you love while you were oh, there for it. a little yeah. while? Yeah. What's your plan? Uh, I mean, honestly, I I always I say I'm like ninety five percent 
retired 5%. I stay in shape. Like I still work out every day and, and, you know, skate and all that. So it's like, if something comes up, I'm definitely going to consider it. I mean, I'm not going to go beg for my supper in the sense of, uh, I don't know if I can, I did the PTO last year and I don't know if I want to go through that again. It's, it's, uh, um, I kind of, there's enough tape on me to, to know that potentially I can play. And, and for me to go to maybe be on a two-way or something like that isn't really what I'm looking for at this stage of my career. So, and then we, you know, we kicked around the Europe idea and, and mm-hmm. I've been there. I was in Russia and I've been in Finland and, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that like maybe come two months, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. That's why I kind of keep myself in shape. But right now I'm just kind of throwing around, uh, doing a million different things and seeing kind of what interests me and, and along with, with hockey and all that. What so. drove, like the, the last couple of years, it just felt like you just wanted to be in the game. It felt like a love of the game kind of thing because you were in, you were in Kazan, you were in Bakersfield. Yeah. You, you went to places that wouldn't necessarily be thought of as, as hockey stops, but you, you stuck it through. What, what was driving all that? Uh, I mean, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit to start. It was, uh, there's a lot of unfinished, business and uh my last year here in arizona with the 699 and and i mean to the outside you know you can and, and guys i talk to within the league you know a lot of guys like you know it doesn't matter you had a great career but for me it was kind of like you always want to go it on your own accord and, and mm-hmm. i mean i was just at the ufc fights and uh i got to watch like robbie lawler just retired he went out 41 his last fight went out by a knockout he kind of got to go out his own way and i mean i kind of felt like and 699 I was in San Jose it had been a really tough couple of years and and I was kind of like wasn't sure what was next so in my head I was like you know what I was like if this is the where it's going to end it's going to end and it didn't end there so it was like a kind of just a cloud hanging over for mm-hmm. for a year and then I trained that whole summer to come back I I had some good no I didn't really have anything like cooking there wasn't anybody banging on the door but I was kind of ready to go for a PTO and you know, guys always say they're in their best shape every summer, but I was probably in the best shape I've been. I cleaned up a lot of stuff and looked in the mirror and uh, like probably two weeks before training camp, I blew my back out, just mm. not even working out, just doing, um, seeing friends. And, and I went to hug somebody and it just was the wrong mo- movement, mm. just wow. oddly enough and uh, blew my back out. And I it was about two weeks before camp. So, and then I switched my agent um, two days later because, uh, I hadn't really got a phone call or anything and we were kind of going back and forth. And then, um, quite literally I was getting surgery, like, uh, I think September 4th of like two years ago. So like a week or so before training camp, because I kind of lost all feeling in my leg. I had a disc that went onto my nerve. So I couldn't walk on my left leg and I thought I was pretty much going to be done, but I couldn't, didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. Cause I was like, then I'll never get a chance if eventually come back or even in Europe. So I went and got surgery in the Valley by myself, went to Philly, did rehab by myself, was skating at uh, Oceanside <laughs> and playing in men's league games. And then that's when I, I think we talked a couple yep. months when I got the call for the Olympics, they kind of called me to be a backup and asked if I was like healthy. And I was probably like, <laughs> yeah, close enough. 70%. Yeah. But I was like, all right, yeah, let's well, go. Let's go. I was like, yeah, I'm coming. And, you know, it was Donor. And I, I, uh, I thank Donor and Blair McAsee big time because I wasn't quite sure what I was doing. I was considering if I was ever going to play again and this and that. And um, so I went over. They said, go get some games in Russia. 
Uh, well, not in Russia, but they said there's a pre-tournament was in Moscow. Um, and so I went to Moscow literally, I think it was like a week and I got the call was like, asked my girlfriend, I was like, what do I do? And she said, well, you gotta go. And I was like, all right. I'm like, I was like testing the leg out. I was like, all right, we're going to see what happens. So hadn't practiced, hadn't played only men's league games. So I went, it was kind of like a tryout. I went to the Moscow games. We played three games in four nights. I haven't practiced or played at oh, one practice. <laughs> Um, we're playing. Not, yeah. Oh no! I it was, and ended up making the team. It, it ended up, you know, kind of grinding my way through it. Uh, and the back felt great. I did everything as, as well as I could up. So then I was in Moscow. I was sitting in the hotel with Eric Fair, and Eric Fair was kind of still trying to maybe play one more year. And we got a phone call um, from just some Russian agent, and the, just on my phone, I was like, "Hello," and he's like. You want to play Russia or no play Russia? <laughs> so I was like, what? So I'm sitting there. I'm like, who's this? So I was like, uh, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm like, okay. So I'm like texting my girlfriend on the side. I'm like, do I stay in Russia and play? Because they were kind of like, get some more games, you know, try to get a couple months. And then uh, we'll have you, uh, we'll see if you make the team for the Olympics, the backup team. And at that point, I kind of knew. I was like, there's no way the NHL goes because they've been so following the the whatever Fauci says and all that. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know, they're, I, I was assuming they're like maybe 50, 50, but I was like, there's no way they're going to go. So I, it's probably my best chance to be an Olympian. So, so I ended up taking some deal and in uh, Kazan. Um, and, uh, I was sitting with Farzee and then Farzee's like, can I come? So I was like, does (laughs) you got room for Eric fair? (laughs) And, uh, Eric, so they raised like, Eric, you play Russia or don't play Russia? <laughs> so he's like, I'll play. So he's like calling his wife. He's got kids at home. Oh, oh no. And this wife, is how deals get done. Yeah. Yeah. His wife thinks he's coming home and he's like, honey, I'm going Stay to in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> oh so um, I know you need a lot of tape for this. It's a long two years. So we ended up having it because you get a visa for how, however long you're in Russia. And then once it's done, you got to get out. So they, you know, we get booted out. So we're waiting in Zurich, Switzerland for probably a week which doesn't suck yeah. which doesn't suck but yeah. like we're sitting there like training and like you know staying in shape and we're like what do we do like yeah. we're sitting we're like where do we skate so we ended up like skating with uh andrew ebbett's uh gm and yeah. uh burn so we like messaged him like hey can we come out to burn and skate we'll take a train today she's so like yeah sure we'll get you ice we went in we went and skated in burn with andrew ebbett that's and awesome then we, yeah then we, we had to go to like story. the russian consulate in burn um and get our and go to the Russian consulate. Get all of our. We got uh, probably the fastest visa that's ever been done. Um, <laughs> I don't know how they got it, but we ended up in Russia. We had we were supposed to play twelve games. Played five games. Um, they shut the league down for oh. COVID oh because they didn't want guys getting uh, getting testing positive for uh, before they went to the Olympics, Olympics like a week before. Yeah. So then we had to come back to Switzerland <clears throat> and Zurich. So. But at that point, I'd played five games. We won all five. It was like, you know, I was kind of feeling, I, I was finally kind of back to where I felt good. So, you know, I was also being like trying to showcase to potentially, because, you know, usually in Europe at the March deadline, you can come back in the league. So I was like hoping I could maybe sneak in for a playoff run. So they called me for the Olympics. Um, and we did the whole thing in Davos. 
and then we went over to Beijing and, and, you know, we disappointing finish, but, um, I felt it went well, but then I ended up going back to the playoffs for Kazan and we played the playoffs. There's the war started. It was, uh, <laughs> I was getting yelled at by big deal. people. It was yeah, like, the hell out. Yeah. But I mean, it was like two years, dude. What yeah. an insane two years. Yeah. So then I, <laughs> we, yeah, the war started. We were assured we were completely safe. They're paying you to do a job. You know, nobody wants fighting on either side. So it's like, we're just kind of sitting there like, what do we do? Um, you know, we're in the playoffs. You're with these guys that you've been with for like a month now. They're such a great group of guys. And, and the organization yeah. was great. So you're like, you know, as a hockey player, you're like, you finish the job. You're getting yeah. paid. You're, you're just there to work. So it's yeah. like, you're not, right. you, you just kind of have your head down. And <clears throat> I mean, luckily enough, we, you know, there's guys that went back uh, this past year too. So but it all like worked out we flew back and then it was like as soon as i landed i think it was april mm -hmm. and uh i started training right away like i said i'm not going to take any time off i because it was like now's the chance to get back because i kind of came out healthy and i was like i kind of took it as like my training camp to get ready for this year and uh then yeah i trained all summer called as many teams as i could no one answered, like people answered, but no one was willing to give a PTO. And I, I basically had to call up Jay Woodcroft and Nick Bagum for a PTO. Who and you'd work for and or with in San was, Jose? I was with him. Sorry, he, Jay yeah. Woodcroft was my assistant coach, video coach when I started in San Jose. And he's, you know, had a great career as a coach. And, you know, credit to him for, for picking up my phone call. And I basically just begged him for a PTO yeah. chance. And then it went, <laughs> went on a PTO. Went to Edmonton. I thought I did enough to kind of stay with the team, and and but they had some cap issues, so ended up um, taking on a, more of a mentorship role by going down to the A. And also in mind, I was like, I gotta make it back up. Yeah. So PTO, I they kept me on the PTO till about the, as long as you possibly could. I stayed in a hotel for two hundred over two hundred nights because wow. I didn't want to get a place. And then uh, wasn't sure it was going to happen, honestly. And um, uh, funny enough, uh, it was like we pl we were playing in San Jose at the, the we we're playing the Barracuda, and literally, I think I saw Dan Boyle was in the crowd because every time I'd play the Barracuda, I'd see I'd be seeing like Joe Thornton, yeah, uh, you know Tom Holy, who's now the assistant GM. I'd see Tommy Wingles, uh, Mike, all these guys I played with. So yeah. you're like sitting there, and you're like kind of like, how do I feel about this? Yeah, but um. <laughs> grinding it out but you know the it was great it was a good experience it was good to kind of be in the mentorship side and, and worry more about that and then got the call with like three games left who makes that call um it was keith gretzky called me and yeah. i want to just for people that don't know before all this you had 799 career nhl six, 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 nine, nine, six, nine, i'm sorry 699 career okay, I wish and, I, you oh, sorry, yeah. and you <laughs> sat on that for oh i can yeah. for two, oh, yeah you can swear it's, it's we're fine so uh six six ninety nine and you needed that one more game and so this is the two years that you just took us through was to get to 700 yeah and uh all the while not really knowing you know they did tell me <clears> they did tell me we're gonna give it to you but i mean in my history in the past that doesn't mean my shit, whole career though. That doesn't mean anything until you do it. You know, it. yeah, I, I, yep. it, I've been told many things that never came to fruition. So, um, so yeah, I ended up, they gave me the call probably three, two, their last three games of the season. And, I mean, it was probably the one of the greatest phone calls they got yeah. over. Who did you play? 
San Jose in San Jose. Oh, in no San Jose. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's a completely fitting storybook end of that heart. Yeah. Like if you talk about a movie, the first that that first little bit's like Mission Impossible. You're crossing borders and getting oh, yeah. visas, and then it ends up with like the Mighty Ducks, where you get to actually, you know, like you you win and get a happy ending. That's really, it is fitting that it happened in San Jose. Well, it was like it really is fitting. The whole thing was very cathartic and like it was a good full circle. Yeah. I wish it was shorter, but like. I got to drive up from Bakersfield to meet the team in Anaheim. We had a practice in Anaheim. And Anaheim was kind of where um, um, the coach of the Coyotes told me that I, it was like 12 games left in that COVID year. It's just wild. You start replaying yeah. everything. And he basically told me, you'll, we're going to go with the young guys. You're not going to play the rest of the season. Or maybe you'll get in if somebody gets hurt. And that's so, uh, you at 699. And that was like 12 games left. So and I was, I think at that point I was at like six. 697 yeah. and i was like well I, i'll get to three and then i was like okay there's you know 10 games there's nine games there's yeah. eight and then there was you know there's three games left and i asked to get the last three and you know it, it didn't, didn't pan out that out. way yeah. um and then we went to san jose it was where that's where they told me i wasn't gonna get 700 it was we were staying in the same hotel yeah it was like a crazy, like wild uh, roller coaster. Full circle, yeah. yeah. And again, I'm filling in blanks here. You were drafted by the San Jose Sharks drafted, to start yeah. the beginning of your career, and now yeah. you're you're playing 700 in San Jose. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but it yeah. was like I had my whole family there. Very fitting. Um, I played for free and then owed some money for sure because there's a lot of flights booked, <laughs> a lot of flights and tickets, <laughs> and hotels, hotels, yeah, yeah. and tickets. Oh yeah, yeah, everything. So I didn't look at the bill. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they came in. My niece came in. She'd never seen me play, so it was great. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, my my girlfriend, her family, and then uh, uh, yeah, then the minute it was the game was over, I was you know standing in the parking lot and going back down to Bakersfield. So, but it was a good time. I mean, it you know they. Uh, credit to San Jose, they gave me a, a shout out on the jumbotron, and the 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 building was full because it was the last game of their season, so it was like a nice pop. Yeah. So it was cool. It was great. I mean, mm. couldn't ask. I kind of said it. If if this is the way it ends, and it ends this way, um, I mean, it's, that, it's great. When you look back at all this, and, and there were opportunities, and I'm sure there were dark days and, and oh, frustrating days, and bitter and angry. I'm sure there were. When you get that 700th game in San Jose, and you're walking out with your family and friends does it is there a weight off your shoulders is it is it does it make it all that bullshit worthwhile uh it does and it wasn't even i mean that moment was so great to go on the ice and see my family but i mean the moment when i got the phone call was probably the most yeah it was in we were in bakersfield and it was like i mean i don't think i you kind of see people when they have those like fits of crying where they like can't stand and you're like how does that happening like but it was like it was one of those things i couldn't get up it was like yeah. crazy so it was, it was amazing um and uh that was kind of the big moment for me and then obviously mm -hmm. everything off was a, was a capper yeah and obviously to play with i got to see connor hit that record yeah. and then i got to see watch those guys play and 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 it was uh it was i got to let i got to let thomas hurdle score a goal but i made, made a turnover right away it was like second <laughs> pizza. Pizza, yeah. i was like oh here we go and i was like well that was kind of the best part of it because that happened and i was able to like get to the bench and be like all right because i was kind of like dude to do like yeah. this is so fun like yeah and then i was like oh sh like it's shit, a game. you're you gotta you're play. playing like let's go yeah so and it was also like i was trying to show that i could still play up there and yeah. you know I me mean, the game went well and then we won six one and yeah. And I was dash MVD, one. Yeah. And, and, but, <laughs> yeah. um, some things don't change. Some things don't. No, but, that, but that's and that's why you talk about this year. 
like you're still a right-handed defenseman that can still play that knows the game and you're an experienced guy you've been through yeah. a lot and if there are teams that are and he's rebuilding or have young guys that need some guy to go okay this is how you become a pro and this are things you need to do to prepare and seeing guys and helping them you did it in bakersfield and yeah. if that comes again and you get that phone call saying hey you know what we got a little bit of cap space we got a little bit of room we can't pay a whole ton we'll give you a one-year deal come out and help our guys find their path that's the kind of thing you're looking for yeah i mean i i i found i really i've, I've always got along really well with the young guys and able to talk to them i listen I, on the outside perspective looking in i've always had the the reputation of being a good time guy you know i'm i'm joking around the rink and not serious you know i've always had those knocks on me but you know i've i have great conversations one-on-one -on -one with with guys and and i've had a knack for kind of connecting with the younger uh guys the older i've gotten and and also i've kind of pitched it as like i've seen every situation in the nhl mm -hmm. ahl and europe i i know where guys can go i know where guys should maybe look more towards you know where they should lean towards where their strengths where the weak because i've been there you know i've been the guy that i mean and you saw even in my time in phoenix i was the top guy i was mm -hmm. not the top guy i was the guy the coach hated i was the guy that the coach liked mm -hmm. um i was the, the guy that the gm liked i was the guy that the gm hated mm -hmm. so it's like i found ways to navigate in terms of of what they don't like to see and what they do not saying to tell guys to ever I think you should always be your authentic self. That's what I always was. And, right. and, and but um, just helping guys navigate, you know, that you're never taught when you're coming to the league. The two things you're not taught when you come into the NHL is how to be a pro because you have to learn from a guy, but you're never taken and shown. And then how to end your career because mm -hmm. it's when it's over, it's over and you're kind of left your own devices. And it's like, mm -hmm. you have to figure this out. And I don't know how many guys that, and I'm, was always good for that like I, I was always fine like when i retired i'm gonna be good it's good there's a lot of guys that don't have that so and they struggle and it's like because you're just taught to be that's your singular thing is just to be a nhl hockey player and this is what you got to do because this is how you make the money and you do need to be that way because the best players are like that but the the bubble guys that are like that that then it's over for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, then they're kind of str left struggling. So mm. um, it's always something good. It's something I learned on on the go. And I had kind of like a, I had like a de facto retirement when I didn't get six ninety nine. I blew my back up. So I'm like, is this it? So I had like a whole summer to sit there and really think about it and kind of let it mull over. And um, even leading up to going to play in the Olympics, like I didn't know what I was going to do after that Olympics. So it was like. To me, I and we talked Craig on the phone, and he was like, "You doing good?" I was like, "I don't know yet," because it's like you're kind of still like figuring out. You're like, "I'm good," but it's like, so it's it's uh, yeah, it's all it's all that all that life stuff. But I mean, I wouldn't trade it because it gave me a lot of perspective on a million other things, and and um, made me kind of go through the whole. It's like the twelve steps of of anger and depression. Yeah. And, a lot of anger and then uh, acceptance and then some more anger. And, 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 um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's good. I feel, uh, I feel, I feel in a great place and, and whatever's going to come, I'm gonna, it's going to be good for me. So awesome.
Well, there's so much to get to still. Yeah. This has been amazing so yeah. far. We do have a super chat from one of our um, oh, yeah. listeners, Mike. 20 bucks. Yeah, said, Jason, my grandson is a big fan of yours and was bummed when you left the Yotes. He's playing as a first-year squirt at Arcadia with the Vosha Titans. He said, you should there stop you by if you have Titans. some time. He'll be there all day. There you go. Thanks, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Appreciate the super chat. Over Vosha. Yeah, and sure. Vosha. Over at Arcadia. And the $100 deal from his last year here still stands if he remembers. Regarding a certain Boston player. I have no I don't idea if you know what that's about. But. Deal from last year. Still stands <laughs> I don't know. All right. Know, Mike. Maybe, Mike, you can elaborate a little bit more. It's um, been a long two years, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's been oh, a long man. two years. All right. Well, we have a lot more to get into, um, but before we move on, the home run derby, I believe, is today. Right, Sean? Give it me is, a nod. Yeah. yeah. So you can you can actually bet on it, correct? Yeah, Sean um, was working his bets before. Yeah, on BetMGM. Um, so if you're interested in betting on the MLB All-Star game, you can do so on BetMGM. You can also play the Swing for the Fences game. So every day you log into the app and you can play a little mini game, Swing for the Fences. You choose one of four quadrants and you can win some boosts on BetMGM. So if you haven't signed up, for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure okay. you use the bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Oh, disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. I awesome. Like, I like Ben and Jim. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also love Circle K here at PHNX. They're uh, one of our sponsors, but we love them because they're all over the they're all over the country. Super reliable. They love Polar Pops, especially when it's 115 degrees outside. So next time you stop at Circle to fill up, go inside, grab a Polar Pop, try the Circle K branded snacks. They're actually so good. Um, and just make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Right now, you can text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Oh, Sean is on finally the on the pump. Are you on the pump? Okay. So it's really is on the pump so, when you get gas, so like yeah. they yeah. talk. You know, like when you do it and it's like a little on video. The TV? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we all filmed them and what do you my, say? We all you No, did. we all filmed <laughs> them. Buddy, I, we most of us film okay. them, not PD. Not Craig. You're not in the pump yet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, and, probably and won't be. Like everybody. for two months, want any part of the me. only people you know. that were seen were me and our host of our D back show for months. And everyone was like, What the hell? We all filmed it. So now Sean is getting Sean, you're his, at the pump? his time in the fire. Sun, so I'm happy for Sean. And if yeah. you see Sean on a pump, Congrats, Sean. tweet at us. Yeah. I'm a UFC guy too. I like it. My guy. <laughs> oh, boy. My guy. All right. Well, uh, I want to go rewind a little bit and talk more about your time in Arizona you know this is uh, the PHX Coyotes podcast so we just want to know like how would you look back on your time in Arizona and how would you describe your time here uh ups and downs <laughs> um um but I mean obviously great like because I always say I learned a lot about myself and and um had a lot of injury issues that I had to battle through like health health stuff too so um I it was all you know if I look back now I, I don't ever like to regret anything in my life so it's it happened for a reason and and 
um, it was all great things. I mean, we had some some good teams. We won. We got to the playoffs and didn't call it the COVID year, but we got to the playoffs and we won around. So mm-hmm. um, that was something. You know, we're we're the wounded desert dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, with not much funding and not much uh, not much help, we kind of banded together. And I thought we created um, things that I've heard since I've left is is the guys have still always been great when I talk to the guys that work, work with the team and um, they, they don't quit. And I think that's something we kind of, I can, I can say that we're kind of part of the group that at least instill that lesson, you got to still win games. But I mean, that's, that's an issue for people above them. Um, I think the guys do what they can with what they have and, and they, they play as hard as they can and, and they do what they're asked of without complaining. I mean, the only thing we've heard and, five, six years is, is Cal's asking for more players. And I think they told him to, to play better. And, and he went and had a great year and came back from injury. So, I mean, I think if you talk to those top guys, they want, they know, I mean, those guys are in their prime and, and they want players to help them. So I think it's, um, it's great. It's great. It's uh, you can get diving in deep into that one too, but, um, <laughs> No, my time was great, and uh, we can also dive into more in the Coyotes after. But for me personally, it was great, and um, um, I always keep an eye on Arizona, and I, I hold it close to my heart. I mean, there in San Jose are probably my, those are my two longest ten years with teams, so it's the two places I hold you know near and dear, and um, a lot of friendships I have from here that I will always have, and same with San Jose. So it's uh. I love, yeah, I love it here. I'm still living here, so I love it here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to k- stick on Arizona for a little, and yep. you know, obviously, the, we just saw the arena situation happen where the the Tempe vote failed, and now you know, kind of, I guess they're looking for a home. And you know, as somebody who lived here, who played here, who is still friends with people related to the organization, I'm just curious. You know, we like asking people their thoughts on on hockey in Arizona, and you know, there's a lot of outside noise about the team here, and you know people calling for relocation, but I'm just curious from your perspective as someone who's played here and lives here, like your just thoughts on hockey in Arizona. Uh, I mean, Craig's probably, Craig's got a lot of text messages from me where it's just like <laughs> an absolute brain dump. Where I'm just like fuming. So I try to like curate it a little bit better, but um, no, I mean, I mean, obviously the arena deal in, in Glendale, I think early on when that happened, it was, they were trying to get cheaper land, thinking it would develop. Didn't work out. Um, I mean, I think everybody, there's a consensus. If you ask everybody in Arizona, I mean, Scottsdale or within a 10-mile radius of the there Valley, is where yeah. it should be, East Valley. I'm, there's no other There's no other reason why it shouldn't be there. Um, you know, you can chalk it up to certain owners buying it where they they shouldn't have been allowed by the league to buy because one, their funding wasn't there or, or two, they just weren't serious about moving it. Um, we caught a lot of, we cut a lot of corners um, in certain, in, in terms of great people, there's been a lot of great people within the organization that should have been there and we're building the organization in the right way, but because of, of, of lack of paying or not wanting to pay them, they've left and went somewhere else and have now done great. Um, you know, you as well. So, Thanks, um, Thanks, buddy. So there's just, I think there's a focus on the wrong things. Um, and then now, you know, you get a new GM comes in and a new ownership and whether they're trying to do the right thing. I mean, I think we talked about it with the Tempe deal. I mean, they didn't put much money into marketing. Hmm. 
and you can say what you want and say you, you had a great plan in place, but I'm a firm believer that in anything in life, like marketing is, is anything with business, marketing is one of the biggest things. I mean, that's how you get the word out. That's how you get people to come vote. Um, and, you know, they left it up to, it, it wasn't explained, I don't think, properly enough to the people in Tempe. Yep. So then they just said, no, it's going to be noisy and it's going to infringe on and the other side that, hired professionals. The other yeah. side knew what it was doing. In and the they, yeah, they hired it. Of course yep. they did. Cause they wanted to, I, I, that's where I'm like, did they want to win it? Or is it more of a, a, a posturing thing of like, we're, we're just kind of, we're showing that we're doing all the work to maybe interest buyers. I don't know. That's where I, my head goes. Um, um, but I just think that the city we've seen with the, that the city rallies around, the team and can rally around the team and but i mean when you kind of not give the full potential of what it could be to a city eventually they're going to walk away i mean arizona is there's a lot of things to do here um if you look at the suns and you look at the you know you you put a good product and you consistently try to win people are going to come and people are going to support support and you make it fun and i just don't think um they've missed a couple points on that and and um, I just think it started to snowball over time. Um, I still think it can work here. It, it There needs to be serious people running it. I think there needs to be, you know, anytime you see the one of the greatest, probably the greatest player of the franchise be part of the organization, and then whether he's leaving to take a better job, I mean, why wouldn't he have that? He should have that job here because, and, you know, there. If you talk to a lot of ex-players here, they all wonder why that they're not asked on more to help out or be given insight. Because if you look at the trend happening around the league right now, a lot of the the winning organizations have a lot of ex-players there, and the door is always open for them. Whether it's scouting, whether it's advising, and call it what you will. Maybe I don't know if guys, but there's a lot of guys that live in this valley yeah, that played are. here. Yeah. There is a lot. And it's it's the number would I think would stagger people whether it's in Flagstaff to how many guys actually want to stay here and I mean you look at I played in the men's league games with the Coyotes alumni there's a lot of ex Coyotes there that are all doing stuff that all have two cents on on and good ideas for what could happen and you know it's it's I don't know if it's ego or it's maybe they just don't know the guys are here but. Mm. I think it's it's here and, and you know, somebody like Donor to, to have to leave. People might not have seen that as like a big thing, but to me, like see watching the whole thing and, and being here when he was here, like I don't think that could, that should be allowed to happen. Hmm. I think he should still be here. He shouldn't be in Toronto. Um, you know, so Yeah, yeah we've had those thoughts here too. Yeah, and, and, and we it, had a whole show on it talking about <clears throat> about <laughs> it, it's hard when you look back over this organization for 20 years and once you're behind the curtain and see some of the things that happened throughout that 20 years, uh, there are some things that are hard to digest. And that's one we're going to look back over time and, yeah. and, and and not quite sure how that all fell apart. But but good news is I still believe he'll come back. At some, I, at I some point, I think Shane Doan will be back here in the Valley. Yeah, I do. I mean, he's got such strong ties here, sons here. Um, he's still an Arizona guy. Tell him. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, you got his horses. Yeah, he's got his ranch up <laughs> there. I mean, he's a great guy. I love Donor too. So it's like there's, there's just, and he'll never. What's great about Donor is he'll never. He won't sit and vent. And you nope. know, he went to Toronto. He didn't say a word. He 
did his thing. Yep. But if you were to get him behind closed doors, I'm sure you'd you'd get a lot of info on potentially other <laughs> stuff. So I mean, I think um, that's a big thing. That's just in my perspective. You know, um, I've just seen a lot of teams recently that have started bringing in ex players, and it's kind of turned around the franchise because you know we've been there, we've seen it, and when now the donor's gone, there's what two, there's maybe two NHL games of experience within the organization. I mean, I don't know. It might work, and I hope it does. Um, you know, we have a lot of draft picks. I mean, but it's hard to develop those draft picks when you have people talking to those kids that haven't played NHL games and developing them. Um, you know, those kids are coming into the this organization and they're being told this is how it takes this is what it takes to win this is what it takes to be a pro but yet these guys haven't played so it's like yeah i mean in fairness to them from in the development staff i mean uh, i love the addition of lee stepniak i think he's a really good yes he's here too which is good that's good okay they're they're trying in those areas but at the same time i understand what you're saying in terms of I just, I've, I've always wondered about sort of alumni relations within this organization. Yeah, I've that's never where I'm thought, going towards. Never thought that, it's been strong. Yeah, in this organization. That's that's more what I'm leaning towards. Is, is yeah. I always wish that, just yeah. looking that there would be more alumni around. Um, but no, they have a ton of great prospects. I think that there's there's something there. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to take developing. Now developing is what needs to happen. Mm. And but how long do you give these kids? Yeah, a chance because it's the issue when you're relying on draft picks, um, and there's so many of them. Is that how much time do you give to every guy, and how much chance do you give to every guy? I mean, you if you just give five, six games to every guy once we're out of the playoffs, and we don't make the playoffs, I mean, is that enough to develop, or do you have to let? Because if you look at a guy like Barrett Hayden, I mean, they gave him those games, and we weren't winning, but he had a great end of last year and, and hopefully he 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 turns it, he, he keeps it going because he's a good player and and he's uh he, but it took him a while to find his way but sure like did, if yeah. you're on a good team if you're on a, a Tampa Bay are you going to get those chances no so you can't give guys 5 6 games at the end of the year when you know you're just trying to get guys up from Tucson um you got to give you got to pick your roster of who you think's going to be your top prospects and you got to give them a look for at least a couple of years. So, uh, and, but then if they're, they do well, do you trade them? You know, yeah. so they'll have a lot of assets. So we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays yeah. out. Yeah. All those draft picks can't play. They can't it's, all. It's just too many, too no, many guys. Too you many brought guys. in some veteran guys, but then I, I, I have a feeling he's bringing those veteran guys and those are trade bait for more draft yeah. picks. Yeah. For they sure could be. pretend now it's the cycle we're doing. You know, yeah. it's, it's guys that are in for four or five months that, are here to get traded to a contender so they're all great guys and and they want to win um so they can teach guys some things but then they're gone and then it's it's you're back to the same thing thing. so you know and then do guys want to stay you know and then you lose a big piece like i think a big piece like fish uh, who had that culture um sure did who 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 wanted to be a coyote and and wants to win here you know it's it's so it's there's so many things, and you can sit and beat it up for for hours. But yeah. you know, I just think the alumni is a big thing, and and I hope developing is what they they get around to, and they they, they truly take a good 
not just developing on ice, but developing guys off the ice as well. And yeah. even in Tucson. So, cause you know, they had, I played against them all year and, and was in Tucson and they had some good moments and, and they didn't make the playoffs on the A either. Or they, sorry, they made the, we, we made in the, the buy-in. Yeah. yeah. They were in but out. that division's very hard. So it it's is. like that division is, you have extra teams and you go into these like buy-in, this, yeah. this play-in. Um, so it's tough because now these kids in the A are not getting playoff time either. They're getting Let's two games. Let's talk about the A, actually, because you played with a guy. You're supposed to give him a shout-out, by the way. Kesselring. Yeah, so I guess. Like he was demanding a, 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 demanding a shootout. He's de and demanding, Also yeah. wants to know yeah, why he yeah. should be rated the Coyotes' top D prospect. But, <laughs> no, well, I'll ask you for, for your thoughts. Because so, speaking of mentorship, I know. I, I right? read that list, and I was going to say, I was like, oh, okay. Mentorship, though. You played that role while, while you're in Bakersfield, obviously. Yeah. Now he's down in Tucson, obviously looking for a crack himself. You, you got to know Michael Kesselring a little bit, though. Yeah, um, I uh, I got to I got to we got to play together in in Bakersfield and um, I molded him and then he gets traded. He they get a nice yeah. they get a nice return on him and then he oh sorry then he plays some games here and I thought he he played the I think he was learning the game a little bit the first couple and then I thought he he played well. Um, I don't think he showed everything he can do, which I think you know. He will. Uh, but he's working hard right now. I saw him here. He's planning on staying here a lot this summer to yeah. develop that game. They, it's a guy they went after. They like him. I'm I'm, I'm just saying he's got the tools and he's got he's got the, the mental side of it in terms of he wants it so bad um, that for a young kid like that, that's what you want to see. Like there's not much there's not much arrogance like he knows where he's got to get to so he's willing to work and, and listen and, and I mean you know I could have came down and he could have been like I could have been telling him things in Bakersfield he'd be like I'm not listening to this, this guy, dinosaur yeah. that you know he's obviously got more skill than than I ever had already so it's like he could have been like I don't need to learn but he wanted to refine the parts of his game the defensive side and and you know I told him I was like the the way to to to, to establish yourself if you're Cause I was like, there's not going to be much PP time around here. Yeah. So I was like, you got to get in on the PK or defensive side. That'll get you more reps because when you get on the defensive side, coaches trust mm -hmm. you more and then you get some extra reps and then you can, then you add the offense, especially for young guys. Cause most young guys come in now and they're so highly skilled and they have that, that one pop scoring, but they never developed the D side. So then eventually if you look at a guy like, you know, Soda's never really had a, never really yeah. cracked it here he's got amazing offensive talent but he's he should have really refined his defensive side and, and kept working on that and obviously that's what's gonna make you your money is the power play and and scoring goals but to get those opportunities yeah. and you know you need to be trusted you can't be a liability and I, I think they're looking at the same thing from Dursey right now too it's another guy who's offensively shown it but he's gonna have to get better on the other side of the puck I'm interested to see uh I texted Kels um I heard he's a, I heard he's a good guy. I asked some guys in LA. I don't know that that take it with a grain of salt because that system that they play in LA is very protective of defensemen. Yeah, and it protects you and it shields you a little bit. So you look like you're making good plays, but it that system allows you to get time with the puck, which most systems don't have. They play a lot more defensive style. So. Mm. And Coyotes don't play that way, so yeah, I'm interested no, to see. They do not. No, I'm interested <laughs> to see. So they, but they, they do move the puck really well, and and when they're in the ozone, they they make great plays. I thought they they've really kind of started to chip away at an identity. Um, 
and uh, but I'm interested to see how he kind of fits in. So yeah, but no, I Kesselring's a guy I, I would put up that he's got a great shot. I don't think he used it enough when he was up here. I think he was kind of you know credited to the the young man's mentality when you come up. You're trying to dish to guys and, and get it to the top guys and. But I think uh, when it comes together for him, I mean, they brought him here for a reason and, and um, probably because he was playing with me, but they wanted to get him away from me. <laughs> Speaking of relations, before we go to another yeah. ad break. Great how, kid, love him though. How much do you stay in touch with Richie? You guys still go camping? You, yeah, I you love know, Rich. Camping? Yeah. Like really? Yeah, like, really? Yeah, 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 we, real we camping? We love it. Yeah, we love getting up and, uh, well, <sighs> so we, we did, uh, we've done like a couple we rent those like boho camper vans. It's a okay. great company. Glamping. In the, okay. Glamping. Great company. Glamping. It's a glamping. great company in the valley. Boho camper vans. Check. Yeah. So uh, uh, he's, he's still here. Yeah. He's, he we're both here. Like it's another See, again, guy. Didn't know he was here. Yeah. He's here. He's was uh, he's been here. We, you know, I, I talked to him. We go golf. He's literally in flat. We both have places in Flagstaff and here. <laughs> we're, we're we're out here every day. He Didn't lives, I? you know. We both live 15 minutes from the the uh, practice rink, so it's like it's mm. funny when it's it's you're that close, and especially Rich. I mean, you know, I can say I you know I've yeah. had a great career, and but I mean, Rich is he's, he's got cups. He's got you yeah. know he's was in L.A. He's been in in multiple organizations, and he's that kind of hard nosed guy that you know I've been. He I think he was kind of taking a year off to to see what he wanted to do but i've been kind of pushing him to get in i think he'd make a great i mean i think both your coaching. personalities you put in the room there those guys aren't there anymore like richie's no. a guy that could sit there and tell another player to f off like let's f and go <laughs> right i think you did it in a different way you could still say it you didn't say it like richie like it was a different no, way it, yeah it would be more but that whole veteran nhl hockey guys they're not it's not like that anymore it's hey let's let's take a protein drink and let's you know let's play video games I, I don't know it's just not that anymore where you have old school hockey guys in yeah, the room he was anymore. blunt he was he was oh, honest Richie Loved yeah that about him Loved, yeah how cat it is but you know the and the thing I I go with it that is I learned a lot about it this year being in the A and, and I mean it's changing the league's always going to change and, and it's a copycat league so all the top guys coming in the league now they're all those young kids yeah. those kind of those those you know video game playing just you know happy and they're more happy go lucky i find than when i came in and, and it was all these gritty gruff guys that yeah you, you go have beers after practice and that's what you do and you you come hung over to the rink and and <laughs> but you play as hard as you're gonna play play honest and yeah. you're gonna play with broken shoulder you know torn knee like you're just playing and now it's a little bit more tailored these kids take very good care of themselves for the most part they try to um but it's more the uh, it's just different. It's just a different culture. But but yeah, like uh, the teams that are winning have these these old vets that are still kicking around there. You know, the the Vegas. Look at Vegas is back in. I mean, that, yeah, that's yeah. a yeah, that's, yeah. that's an old. And, and then what happens is your young guys that are up that come up, they get filled into the roles, they learn, and then yep. that's what you hope that when they're gone. When sorry, the older guys are gone, and the, the young guys come in, and they they take the mantle, and they know what to call it. That's about when it, building a winning culture. Is it's it's just, it's you come in and you know what you're expecting. I mean, look at Boston. You know, Boston mm -hmm. losing Bergeron. I mean, Bergeron set the tone and yeah. taught all those young guys there how to do it, and now they're going to teach the next generation. And you know, they're going to stay competitive 100. percent 
even, you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no. Awesome. Uh, wait, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of fun stuff we want to get into too. Um, I know we've got to grill of, you in a minute. But no, Leah's got to work. You know, you got to pay no, your bills. I mean, no, pay the, we've had yep. some good conversations, but we do have some fun stuff on tap. Um, before we get to that, it does feel like it's been a while since we, we've been sitting here. Like we were in Nashville. Then we were at the ice den. We were at BetMGM. So it's nice to be sitting back in our more furniture chairs. I know PD's back specifically. Yeah, my back. I can't do the chairs. So the more furniture chairs are fantastic. How's the back? I, I got, I got so many, I got so many good for you to yeah, fix my back good i'm in i had l5 surgery and i'm you good. know i'm, I'm cooking stuff and you I need look some great. more furnitures too yeah i do i don't the like furn- this furniture but it's all right we got we got the the recliners where we watch the recliners all the games. where we watch the game yeah we'll no show i mean you, you guys after. you guys this is a what a setup yeah it's all furnished by more so if you want to you know if you're oh. looking to furnish your place your office whatever it may be check out more furniture you can head to morefurniture.com that's m-o-r furniture.com to save big on the best furniture in the valley and also, it's Monday, and you know what that means. I do. It's Margarita Monday. It's Margarita Monday See, at I Illegal Pete's. I, I, I feel like we haven't talked about Illegal, illegal Pete's on a you Monday. Have you been Ooh, on Mill Ave? On Mill Ave? Yeah. It's, it's, have to go. it's yeah. amazing. Food. Do you hit the one in Tucson ever? Yeah. There's one on oh. University in yeah. Tucson yeah. also. Illegal Pete's. No, I didn't. It's a bar. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bar. There's food. It's a road on a hangout. Yeah, I think guys went there. Yeah, yeah. guys talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So at Illegal Pete's locations in Arizona, this is a exclusive to Arizona locations, $3 margaritas all day, every Monday. Um, the prickly pear margarita is my personal favorite. Nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas. And don't forget about Taco Tuesdays, $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. Enjoy your favorite chicken, pork, and veggie tacos for just two bucks. So swing by and start your week off the right way at Illegal Pete's. All right, let's kick it into the, the fun segment this is pd's this is tales from the road this is what i get to do okay so one of the things we do on our show is we want to take people behind the curtain and we want to show that we actually have fun and there are you would be you mentioned it already you're one of those guys you like to have fun you're when you play you play and you compete but you also didn't get cheated on the fun side so what we try to do i did not is we try to give a tale from the road we're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings we're not doing anything risque or get anybody in trouble example we had uh, rick talk was on and he said all samishan stole his shoes on a commercial flight and he had to walk through the airport barefoot that was like a tale from the road or some pranks that you played at a guy's when you checked into a hotel or things that you did um that you had fun so can you give us a tale from the road and one of the worst we had craig simpson did you ever play with craig simpson anywhere no craig no. simpson legendary prankster the coyotes the worst talk to stan like stan is still angry about some of the stuff yeah like oh, that, that bad that was like the dye did you ever the dye the clear dye you put in the gloves and then when you sweat it turns purple so his hands oh. are oh every God. player on the team every player for practice like every equipment player. all over equipment everywhere like ruined equipment carpet <laughs> ruined equipment stan <laughs> lost his mind anyway so do you That's have a so tail for the road uh tail for the road like pranks i mean we used to do the uh i mean san jose we there's a ton of them where it was uh there's a few it was and usually was was instigated by uh a couple guys a couple of the same culprits but we would basically it's it started as a a, a simple thing like guys would get in whoever got the key first would steal a guy's key through the rooms, steal all steal just there, yeah. from the room, and he'd run upstairs with two guys, and they'd get into the room and they'd hide in the closet, and then the guy would come <laughs> in, 
and they jump out and, and beat, beat the wheels off them. Like you're right an now. adult. You're an adult. You're an adult. And then these for, are adults. But then what? So they, you know, you jump them and and you would, you know, you would you would make them bleed, but you jump them and yeah, scare the hell wrestle them yeah. and, and beat them. You'd beat them with pillows or whatever, yeah. like with belts. Anyway, but then what would happen is you'd then recruit that guy, and then we'd go to the next room. So then, so then the next guy would go. The next guy would go and he would knock on the door like, hey, I need, like, I need, he got my toiletry bag. So we opened the door, we jumped that guy. <laughs> and then it got to a point where it was like, you're like the last guy was getting jumped by like 15 50 guys. guys. He was carrying and guys were like, guys were like wrapping towels around their hand and they're like they're in fighting. the hallway. You're ready to like, go. And then like the last guy was just getting it by everybody yeah. and just getting like. And he just, knew it was coming. No, he wouldn't know. Because oh, like, no. it would always be like the next guy would have to set it up. And then it got to the point where, like, we had guys on the road that, like, their roommate, um, their roommate needed like a secret knock, like Tor, like me and Tori oh, yeah. Mitchell. Me and Tori Mitchell would mess with, um, we'd mess with Ken Huskins and, um, and Vlast. We we'd try with Vlastic, but Tori Mitchell literally had a secret knock that he had to make it so that or they wouldn't open the door. Vlastic would open the door. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise he wouldn't open, wouldn't open it. We just leave it closed. So and we just got I mean, back. We just got back from Tootsie's. So we spent yeah. a week at the draft at Tootsie's, and I'm I'm not assuming, but I would guess you've stepped inside Tootsie's <laughs> once over the I have over I the had, last yeah, twenty I, years. I've had a good I had a good story there, which is actually a couple of good stories there, which is funny. But that, oh, is that what, oh, no, no, I just yeah, asked yeah. if you want to tell those stories if you can. <laughs> no, if you, I don't uh, want to get anybody in trouble again. No, no, no. It was I was with uh, I was with Colin White and uh, who played for the Devils, yeah. and, and you know <laughs> he was with us in San Jose near the you know near the end of his career and uh neither of us were playing the next game and i think he was hurt oh no in nashville thunder off whoopsie with, so but we had a there's a game the next night so he was like you're coming with me kid you we're going to tootsies and i'm like all right and at that point i'm you know i'm um I, I i was very much my whole career like i was a yes guy yeah you know to say that i would rally the troops maybe but um <laughs> It was more, uh, it was more, I just, you know, guys want to go for dinner and if it's yeah. something, something happened, but you know, I was always taught like your man at night, your man in the morning. Yep. And then, uh, the other quote I always got was if you want to hoot with the owls at night, you got to soar with the Eagles in the morning. So yep. I had never had a bad practice. I don't think I ever had a bad practice. Um, never had a day where I missed. So I always kind of laughed and I, you know, a coach or whatnot would give me a hard time because they'd be like, I don't know, there's no proof. It was all hearsay. Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, I think he's here, but yeah. he's not. And I'm like, show me. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then obviously that's that was my stuff growing up. That was immaturity because then, you know, you get, then you never want to develop a reputation, something I tell the young kids too. And, and it took me, that was probably something that was my first two years of my career. But um, I do a ton of stuff off days to take care of myself. Um, but then the reputation just yeah. grows. And then it's literally got to the point where, you know, I remember being in Dallas and if I had a bad game, I would get called in the room and they'd ask me what I was doing the night before. And I'd be at home sleeping. I cook from, yeah. I cook most of my meals. Um, I eat like as fresh as I can, as clean as I can. But that's why I tell young kids, you don't want to develop a reputation, do everything you can to break it. Cause it, you know, takes It'll one, stick with you. takes one day. But anyway, we're at Tootsie's. Back to the drinking story, the funny story. <laughs> and uh, Colin White's there, and and when if anybody knows him, he has like a he his one of his vocal cords is messed up, so he talks like 
like that and he's it's very raspy voice so and he's a big guy he's also like missing one eye like his one eye doesn't work because he had hit with a puck so he's like yelling in the bar and he loves country so he's we're getting after it and he's hammered and he's uh he goes up and he goes to the guy that's that's working the, the stage and mm-hmm. you at Tootsie's you give money and you Tip write a and song, song. Yep. so he goes and gives the guy he writes out a full set list <laughs> like 10 songs yeah and he gives the go gives the guy a hundred bucks mid song. Yeah. And there's stuff on there that like nobody would even know in Tootsie's. It's like the most like backwater country yeah. music. <laughs> like. And the guy like stops the song mid set and he's like, he's like, all right, everybody. He's like, I know there's a lot of requests, <laughs> but he's like, some motherfucker yeah. just gave me a hundred bucks <laughs> and a set list yeah so he's like i'm gonna play every song on the set list no. i don't know some of them but I'll, he's like i'll make it up <laughs> so and then there's like there's so then now now you have a full tootsie's yeah. bar that usually there's, they're requesting like well-known songs yeah. so places, these people are all, all held these, hostage yeah, <laughs> to this to guy's plan like yeah like the most i couldn't even i don't even know yeah. any of the names so you're not singing like along jennings like yeah. last name jennings you know so and he's there like yeah he's playing the air guitar <laughs> yeah. and he's singing and um i'm just like i can't believe i'm like sitting there and i'm like i don't know any of this song but he was having such a great time so and then uh i'm literally sitting there staring and then i just get like a huge slap on my leg and i look and it's the coach the whole coaching staff and i'm like 20 i think i'm yeah. like 24 oh and i'm like oh it's like kind of one of those like <laughs> yeah hey how you doing? Like, what's going on like, what's going on I mean, nothing worse and then the funniest thing is you know i'm holding i'm holding it together i've had a couple but yeah. like i'm like i'm still also yeah. like yeah. gonna have to skate in the morning so i'm sitting there and and uh, i'm just like hey how are you and he's like he's just staring at me and then he gets a slap on the shoulder and it's Colin White. He's like, What's up, coach? <laughs> yeah, so, nothing to see here, coach. Yeah, and there's like the rule, you know, the rule of, yeah. if people don't know, the rule of uh, the bar. The, the rule road. of the bar on the road is if you were at the bar and the coach walks in, he has to leave. And Who's ever there walk, first? If you walk in and the coach is there, you got to leave. Yep. Who's ever there first? Yeah. And we've, we had that happen. Uh, <laughs> we had that happen. That so they laughed after we had that happen in Dallas too with the coach. Um, he walked in and it was like a dingy, dingy dive bar. Um, and we were just sitting having a couple casuals playing. Uh, um, because I like I like more going to play pool, yeah. I like playing darts, uh, darts pool, love darts. Um, Chopper John's in, in Arizona is one of the best spots to play darts. Um, Another ad. This is podcasting uh, audition. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ad reads in. Chopper John's for all you <laughs> darts and beer need. No, um, uh, no. Man. So, and the, we were playing shuffleboard, and uh, he walked in, and the coach was like, "He was an ex player," yeah. and he was like, "God damn it!" Yeah. And he's like, so go. mad that he had to leave. <laughs> gotta like, go. I gotta leave. He's like, <laughs> gotta go. And he's like with his buddies, and his buddies like, "Why?" He's like, "We gotta go." And he's like, "Let's get out of here." So he's just. Uh. And then the next day, he's like, "It's my favorite spot." He's like, "Please don't go there anymore." <laughs> yeah, that's the story. Well, Craig's got a Craig's got these are quick hitters yeah. now. These are just okay. We actually, it's a we, game. We have a we have a clock, don't we, Sean? This we is a game. A these are quick hitters for the time. We're gonna play a, a game of oh, trivia. God. It's called "How Well Do You Know Your Teammates?" It's probably horrible because <laughs> I talk a lot. And I will give the answers at the end. Maybe you guys can jump in if you know who I'm talking. about. Yeah, but we're gonna go to. quick hitters now. Fifteen. Se- you get fifteen seconds for each question. That's it. Okay. 
So you let me know when you're ready, Sean, and we will roll through this. Shoot. I'll try and start with some that are a little more obvious. But Okay. This former teammate has family members who have played in the AHL and or managed in the Swedish Hockey League. Who is it? Managed in the Swedish Hockey League? And on the Coyotes? Yep. Somebody I played Family with? members. I think who played in the AHL and were managed in the Swedish, the Swedish Hockey Swedish, League. So you got to go with oh, the Swedish. Oh, Jar- I'd go with OEL. You you are correct. His little it brother is OEL. played. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. <All right. laughs> Second question. Oh, his little brother put yeah. Yeah, Kevin Louise. did. Yep. Kevin. This former yeah, teammate. Kev. Okay, yeah. This former teammate was born in Great Britain and is a diehard Manchester United fan. Pelini. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Pelini. 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 You didn't even need the clock for that one. All right. Got a great story for that. That's this funny. former teammate does not like hot dogs, despite a popular narrative. <gasps> Philip the Thriller Kevassel. <laughs> yeah. All right. You, you're warming up now, buddy. He hates them. Yeah, that's, that's the funny thing. He doesn't, the doesn't like hot the, dogs at all. No. Okay, let's get to the next one here. This former teammate does like hot dogs, but he eats them with ketchup despite his birthplace. He was also infamous, infamous for bringing too few pairs of underwear on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stinky, linky, Christian Fisher. <laughs> God, that's a good story, that underwear story. <laughs> you have that story? You gotta pack light. Uh, you gotta pack light, that's JD. Ready for the next the, question that's here? That's one of the best ones. This one's getting a little in the weeds. This former teammate used to drive two and a half hours crossing a border in the process just to get to weekly practices and games as a teenager. This one's across, a little in the weeds. Across two, as a two and a half hours across the border? Across a board. I'm not saying which board. So you got a Canadian kid going to the States or an American kid going to Canada? Or a different border. Yeah, but you oh wouldn't God. make that hard. The answer is Dick Schmaltz. Oh, Schmaltz. I was literally... Oh, why not? I, I can't right. get it right. Oh, LJ Viper. Ready? Hey, you okay. got to fix it from within, my man. You've you only, missed, it from you've only fished two, missed two hey, so we, far. We say it because we care. <laughs> Drinking the haterade. Oh, my God. All right, this former What's teammate... <laughs> Took lessons from an Olympic bronze medalist pairs figure skater. Shoot, it's priest, these questions. What was that one? <laughs> Wait, I think I knew this Paris one. This former skater. teammate took lessons from an Olympic bronze medalist pairs figure Why skater. Baron Hayd? Oh. I, I don't know. Not Keller? Not Keller either. The answer is Connor Garland. Yes, I remember oh, that. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna say Connor. I don't wanna give him any. Any, any, I, any I miss props. the hater stuff. I love that guy. I don't yeah. want to give. I miss the hater stuff, but I'm pretty sure JD hasn't sent his resume in to the Coyotes. Just a hunch. <laughs> no, uh, no, I did tell Donor I was going to apply yeah. when he was the GM. <laughs> yeah, whoops. He left <laughs> for some reason. So you're going to be said, okay, JD. You'll I, be fine. I said I'll wait. All right. This former teammate once found a dead snake under his refrigerator in Arizona. Wow. These are tricky. I can't believe you haven't heard this story. Don't know I this story. I wrote about this story, buddy, which shows that you don't read we my don't stories read. either, so that's okay. <laughs> I don't. No, I apologize. <laughs> well, I got to pay the athletic fee. It's like it's a lot. You know, I'm retired right now. Uh, Kanaten? Uh, he had a good story, but this was Alex Goligoski who sat right next goose? to him. Yeah. Huh. I mean, Goose, 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 me and Goose talk about, he's talking about finances all day. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, goose. <laughs> yeah. Goose, uh, we're talking about trading cards or finances or the next hobby. He doesn't even. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's never brought up the snake to me. But that's funny. Yeah, finding more clients. I'm, for I'm not like that's, I can admit I'm not great with like those, the deep those dive things. things. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep going. But, uh, here. You but guys I'm can... gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to go over. 
Oh, for 10 here or whatever. <laughs> no, you actually got a bunch got of them, one. So. All right. This former teammate got engaged in Paris and signed a long-term contract with the Coyotes all within the span of about a month. Isn't that Lawson? Yep. Yes, that's it Lawson is. Ding, ding, the sheriff. Going to, that, going to that wedding. Are you? Yeah. Oh. I'll see you soon. I'm sure nice. Craig's, Craig's trying to get an invite, too. <laughs> you're, you're never going to get this one because you don't read anything that I put out there. So this former teammate still holds the record for most views of a tweet of mine. Hint, the tweet was about his retirement. This former teammate still holds the record for the most views of a tweet of mine. I don't understand the question. No, no, wait. So I put out a tweet uh, announcing the retirement of a player, and that's has the most views of any. You got to restart this because it can't. The, the, to explain the question, fifteen I seconds. I have no time to answer. I know. Yeah, okay, so we get a new shot. So you did yeah. a tweet about a player that retiring, and that's your most viewed tweet of all time. All time. Crazy as. So it's somebody that I didn't play with. Then. Did it is someone you played with? Oh, so I played with him. Well, who would have a big retirement here in Arizona? Jarmy. There it is. It's Nicholas Yalmerson. That is the answer. <laughs> he, I love he's that guessed guy. him on three he, others, yeah, he, so he finally got one. Question. Last <laughs> I, 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 I said like, Jarmy about six. six <laughs> Jarmy, yeah. 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 Last I looked at like 2.2 million views. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. So the question was really about you. Good. Well, it wasn't yeah. really about Hammer. I mean, as of all the learned, things Hammer did in his career, the show is about Jamie, me, Petey. All the things he did in his career, block shots, win Stanley Cups. We ask a question about how many times Craig's tweet got viewed. All right. bring up Hammer. On you bring, October 9th. bring it back to him. Yeah, no, he wrote about it. And it's I was with Jarmelson. Um, we went to uh, uh, Rise Against. It's one of his favorite bands. Yeah. Oh. And we saw him here. He was in town and he asked me if I wanted to go. So we went when he retired. And the guy dedicated Swing Life away to him and gave him nice. like a huge no speech. Way. I was like, nice. I was like Jesus. Oh, tear up. Wow. Yeah, it was great. great. Awesome. Really cool. Got good three dude. left? Good dude. Three left. On October 9, 2010, this former teammate became the fourth player in NHL history to score a hat trick in his NHL debut. It's in 2010? Yep. Scored a hat trick in his NHL debut, and I played with him. You played with him. Dome, domes didn't start in 2010, no? Dookie, no, you know, Dookie. Took either. him uh, a lifetime. <laughs> Dome took a lifetime to get his first hat trick. The answer is Derek Stepan. Wow. I didn't know that. The step. Wow. Yep. All right, bonus round. You're Here still, we go. Grease, still greasing his way through the league. This step. is not necessarily a former teammate. Manager. So I'm, I'm, He's a I'm, manager. I'm calling your attention to this. Coach player. Player He's, coach. Dirk player man. Yeah. Co coach manager. Player. <laughs> Brings a whistle to practice. <laughs> yeah. All right. This guy's not a former teammate, but you know him. When not wearing his dental implants, <laughs> this former Coyote and continued Valley resident has even fewer upper teeth than you. <laughs> Fewer upper teeth than me. Hey, do you get this one? I I don't know. And resident? Yep. The biz? Nope. No, not biz. I don't know. The yeah, answer is Zabinic McCulloch. Really? He used to call him his chompers because he'd come without him. He'd literally come without his entire... I don't know if I've ever seen him without his teeth. Top. I, play, I played men's league with him, and it's funny. I didn't even notice the... Did he, yeah. did he fix him? I, I never knew. Yeah, he's got, he's got implants, but... I never yeah. knew. He used to, oh, I didn't he, know He used that. to come to media interviews without him, and he literally... Is, the, you didn't play with him? possibly... You didn't play no, with I him? didn't play with them. Wow, no. they, they never overlapped, huh? In my I, mind, you all played together. He he, quite possibly is the best player to watch in men's league of all time. Oh my god, is that is that oh, good still? Unbelievable. He's oh no, he goes so hard, takes full slap shots, <laughs> unbelievably, and fit. he does yeah, not dude. let any of these guys. Doesn't matter if it's a six-year-old guy. There's nobody beating him wide. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. I love it actually. All right, last, last question. question. Last question. This former teammate played in the Quebec Pee Wee tournament for the Quint Red Devils and was the 10th overall pick in the 2001 OHL priority selection by the Owen Sound Attack. 
What? These so questions the are like That's Owen's like bizarre. Sound. Come on, buddy. Devo? No. 2001. 2001. Oh, 2001. So oh, it's sorry. Be, geez. It's Marty, Richie. Uh, it's Richie. It's Richie. Richie. It, yeah. It's your guy, wow. Richie. It's your guy, Richie. Wow. You, played, you played in Quint? Yeah. Love that. There wow. you have it. Where's so, Quint? Oh, no. It's Quint. I don't know where that is. Where is Quint? Right? Where is Quint? <laughs> Buddy. Don't wow, that me. was a tough game, Craig. If it's in Minnesota. No. I know it. Other than that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's that a lot. Yeah, the first edition. I, of I have a feeling because this show is we've gone over already. Yeah. yeah. And we still, Leah still has a little bit of work left to do. We're going to have to do this again. Yeah. I know because sure. you, you alluded to so tell many story. stories just in the trivia. I want to tell the story. Well, what I want to know from our yeah. uh, from our viewers is how well do you think JD auditioned for Petey's job? <laughs> <laughs> hey, got it. I would. I would, if you're looking for somebody to do UFC. Yes. I mean, yeah, Sean. And, Sean, and Sean and Shane. Could do the show. Can, yeah, they, you just, Sean and Shane. Shane's did you just right watch Vegas. Well, my stories? I went there and I yeah. did. Uh, uh, me and the Graham McPhee, George McPhee's son. He played with him in Bakersfield and. Uh, we're, we're kind of starting just to do like a betting picks, something quick. and There you go. Yeah, yeah so we have a daily bet show bets. that's going to be in about 20 minutes here every single day. And Sean and our other um, bet host, Shane, So next time we do a UFC, next time we do a UFC bet show. On my Twitter, I, 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 I was pretty good. I said Volk, Pantoja, Simon, <laughs> Simon, Petrino, and a parlay. And then... Oh, did you? So we do, before the big fights, we do do it on our bet show. You should call in and be our bets guy when we do the UFC bets. Sure, I mean, I live close, too. Yeah, we, can, hey, we can always call it's in. It's nice to hang in here. Yeah, Dan said definitely bring JD back. Don't get but not for Pete's job, Dan no, said. No, I, I, I like Pete. Don't Charles get comfortable said, here. Yeah. We're going to tell the story about you. Bring you bring a sense of gravitas. You're very, you're very like the godfather. He's going to look up that word when you I, you, I used it correctly. Multisyllabic. Right? Yeah, 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 I, I'm Craig. I, I went to college. I got that. But we actually have a story. Well, someday we'll tell the one in Vegas where we dialed you into the TV and you read the lineup in the TV in Vegas locker yeah. room because you didn't actually travel with the yeah. teams. You were hurt. And you got to read the, And that's the kind of guy he was in the locker room. Brady, so we'll tell the story. Brady says spinoff series, JD and PD story. story. Oh, I think <laughs> Craig's, good. Yeah, Craig's got the boot. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I, mean, I got the boot too. Where's, J, where's JT Viper? <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Oh, LJ, LJ Viper. Viper! You gotta watch it. It's not me. It's my. It's my. My father sees that. He's. I know. It's hard though when you do this. It turns out not everybody likes things you do on the internet. It's we, weird. We, uh, yeah, it is. It's like weird how you. it's weird how literally people hate you. Oh yeah. I said something yeah, about Toronto last week. Oh, yeah. I went something on Toronto last week. Hard. Like I said something about the Leafs. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do I that. mean, the they leaves, got really personal. The leaves are their own bag, yeah. of, it was bag, bad. Of, bag of issues it was there. Bad. Leo, yeah. you know what? Don't we sign Tavares. That? That's what you get. Four peaks would solve that. <laughs> well, I, I was Tavares just saying too much. another good reason for this gig is that Set we, the precedent. we do have our uh, our fridge full of Four Peaks beer, one of the many perks of uh, coming into this office. But uh, are you just leaving? <laughs> hey, I got a, I got a good back. Show. I got a good back person for you. <laughs> Jeez. Um, all right. Four Peaks. We love Four Peaks. Um, obviously, you can buy Four Peaks wherever you buy beer here in Arizona. They're on tap pretty much everywhere. And of course, check out the Street Pub. PD's cracking open a wow right now. You can Limping. check out That's at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks yeah. Pub to keep up with the latest. And Arizona's hometown brewery must be 21 or older oh, to drink Four Peaks. <laughs> Please drink okay. responsibly. This is what you get at PHNX. Uh, gotta love it. Work, work, work. Okay. This oh. is great for you. You're you're. 
dialed in. Uh, this we're, is, we're well, like, we're like, well, this is classic because I'm always the one keeping us on the rails. So that's, 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 that's kind of like Jason here. Rudy right now. You could have a beer at work. Yeah. Can uh, you say that? He did. I mean, you he has quite a few at work <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Yeah. He must be on the straight liquor yeah. now. You mentioned that you don't read Craig's stories, but most of his stories are actually free to read yeah. at gophnx.com. So you can keep up with his. Not sure that's got to convince him. So yeah, they are free to <laughs> yeah. read, but there is a story a week that's for diehards only. Um, a lot of people in our chat like today on tape. Craig's article are diehards. Join our family. Grab yourself a shirt from the phnxlocker.com. You grab your membership, get a free shirt or hat when you sign up, get access to our Discord, which has been a blast lately. Um, so many new faces in there. We've been loving it. And you also get 20% off on all events and merchandise. So become a diehard today. Join the family. Anything else, you guys? I mean, I, we could probably go no, for like but, another uh, hour. But this would inspire me to do, I think we need to do another one that we just, it, it's just the fun stuff. And we, because there are a lot of fun things. We, we all, we love the coyotes, and that's why we say these things because we care. It's true, and we also hate them. But we can I'm kidding. I mean, they need. I mean, I thought my tweet about hate the Taylor was going to be a little bit better. That was. We can't have that. The Taylor. Yeah. They better have a five wagyu every day for lunch after practice. If those all those guys are rocking a suit and a belt, custom belt. It's like two grand a suit. It's expensive. Were you on the Were you on the team when when the players got custom jackets? Did you get a custom jacket? I swear to God, we just sold it. We sold our house, and I was looking through my closet. <laughs> you did not get one of the jackets. And I and I oh, I did, and I have it. Doesn't it, it wasn't even tailored the right <laughs> way? Terrible. <laughs> and so it was like that. Is it true? And that's we had, but, there was a tailor that flew with the team. No yeah, joke. Yeah. Oh, and they take yeah. players and they measure players during flights. I know. No way. For a custom-made Christmas a present. Well, it was it was nice. What, where, where was it? Where Kanaten wore it once? It was like to a team party. Remember he wore it? He wore it like it was like a team party. He just rocked it. With uh, the logo. With logo the logo. On the breast, yeah. No, but I was going to, I was like, what do I do with this? And you know, my girlfriend's like, you can't get rid of that. She's like, you got to keep you gotta that. You got to keep it. And I was like, all right, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, bring it in, we can hang it on the hanger behind. We, us we got there. a bathrobe too once, didn't we? I, 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 the, I didn't, but the players did. It was like a boxing robe. It was, yeah, we got yeah. a boxing robe that was and, very uh, nice. Yeah, yep. Oh, Some of the man. things that get gifted to players are interesting. It's, we'll go with, it's, we'll go through the, the worst and best and worst gifts. When do you get these gifts? Like start of season, end of the season? How's, how's that? I don't work? know. It's that was Christmas. Christmas, the, the Christmas. It's like the Christmas gift where, like, you know, guys are more like. Yeah, but get Christmas gifts that, that, that at least they can why. regift. Like give him, a, give him an, an iPad. Goes to my dad. Or, it goes yeah, to my they, dad. they give him away. So make it nice enough to give him away. Like the coat, custom made coat with a coyote logo on it. First, where are you gonna wear that? Like you're not taking it to Old Town. Well, somebody might have, but we could have. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like the robe, I think I gave to my dad, and then like the clothing, and then you know he burned all of it two years ago, and then. <laughs> yeah, so well, I'll tell my story someday too. But yeah, we definitely we definitely need an, uh, another. That'd be a no, just another no, hour. We kept, we, kept, we kept some. I mean, it's it's yeah. part of life. Could, it is what it is. Like, it could be an entire show. We could just yeah. have like a bonfire. Yeah, well, well, on Dan, set Dan just, said uh, wear the sh da jacket next time you're on the show. So. But that, yeah, that, I wish I had one. You know what I say about our situation? It's not the first time, and it won't be the last time. But there's. A million good stories. Yeah. Also, so yep. we were just on the wrong end of one. So I'm blessed. It took me a long time to turn is. that frown upside down. And part part of the person we named and we talk about him a lot on the show here is, is Shane Doan. I oh, was Jesus. really down. I had a really hard time after this because I put in 23 years of my life here, and Shane Doan 
dug me out of the hole and it was like, hey, there's there's happiness here. And boy. And now boy, you're howdy. drinking a beer at work. And I'm drinking a beer at work hey, at 11. And don't, yeah. don't look at it as half full or half empty. Just drink the water. <laughs> There's water it. in the cup. Okay. Man. Well, on that note. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting to use that one. <laughs> God, yeah. You should be a coach or a motivational speaker. Oh, man. Oh, right. trust me. It's, it's something I've. I've, I've rolled down. But <laughs> yeah. it's, there is a lot of cards on the table right now. Oh, man. All <laughs> so, right. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your Sorry, time. This has been awesome. Uh, everyone in the chat, thank you for your comments. Hit the like button. Jeff's giving the players. And stuff. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll oh, wait. no. <laughs> I'm like more interested. I was like trying to talk, and then you're seeing the things pop. Oh, no. It's a see, lot going on. I don't get distracted. I don't look anymore. I don't even yeah. bother. Because I can't yeah, keep up. Craig can't yeah. even yeah. see. You're so. like, I don't put on my glasses. You're like, am I doing good? I know, and I can't do it anymore. LJ Viper got me. I know. Buddy, you get hate on here, but I'm telling you, there are hate. There's oh, Bra- hate. Brady W is pretty. He's nice. He's yeah, no, these are these are our regulars. Our Brady's diehards, in Kansas so. City. Yeah, too. he's not living yeah. Go Chiefs. How about that Jackson Mahomes? <laughs> don't even get started <laughs> because our Michaela, who's our social media manager, took on the know. Kansas City. Yeah, fans and that's on a bad idea. Yeah, it didn't go well. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. You can't, you can't listen. You got to give Jackson Mahomes away. He stinks. <laughs> Trade him. He All stinks. right. Oh, man. Well, Trade we're here every day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So subscribe um, and hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. We're also wherever you listen to your podcast. So be sure to follow along there as well. And you can follow all of us on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at SP Tataki, at Sean underscore to pause. Where can the people follow you? At uh, Jason Demers 5. I, th- right? I think, J- uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. I don't know what my handle is, but pretty uh, I, I, at Jason Demers Five. Yeah, yeah. If you're, it's what's one thing you should know if you're getting into the media thing. We talked about marketing. I know you buddy. have to be. Yeah. You got to market yourself. I had two um, followers when I started this. My son and his buddy. Really? Yeah, I have more than that now. What do you have now? I don't know. It's approaching. I'm over seventeen hundred. He's yeah. he's trying to get. He's trying like, to get two thousand like before the season starts. I'll give you a tag. Post on Instagram and all. <laughs> I think I was, I, I might have been banned on Twitter, so shadow okay. banned on Twitter. <laughs> I went after Gillen Maxwell and I got, anyway. anyway that's, a, that's a different, uh, that's course, a different one. Course, a different one. I swear to God, I reposted. Yeah. And, and I got, I was, I, ever since then, I get one like on all my things. I think I'm banned. Yeah, that could be it. And of course, you can follow the show at PHNX underscore coyotes. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks again. And everybody enjoy the rest of your Monday. And we will see you all tomorrow.